Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, February 15th. On this date in 1933, President-elect Franklin D. Roosevelt escaped an assassination attempt in Miami. But Chicago Mayor Anton Cermak was killed in that shooting. The gunman, Giuseppe Zangara, was executed about a month later. And on this date in 1950, Disney released one of its most beloved films, Cinderella. For your Morning Y'all trivia question, on this date in 1941, Duke Ellington recorded a song with his big band that would become his orchestra's theme song. What song was it? I'll have that answer in just a couple of minutes. But first, it's time to check in on your Thursday forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. Hey, good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silva. A chilly start this morning. We'll see just a few clouds out there starting out in the upper 30s and low 40s. Sunshine will be near 70 degrees by this afternoon. Beautiful day ahead. What's ahead for tomorrow? Well, we kick off seaweed around 70 degrees. Clouds will increase them for Saturday and Sunday. Fair amount of clouds around. Some peaks of sunshine on Sunday. There may be one or two spotty showers Saturday. Turning cooler this weekend, 63 Saturday, 55 on Sunday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. A pet owner's worst nightmare has come true for a North Charleston woman and her son after 12 of their French bulldogs were stolen from their home. And now they are begging and pleading with the community to help them with their safe return. Live 5's Destiny Kennedy tells us what those owners had to say. Hurt, shocked, and violated are a few of the words Henrietta Woodward used to describe how her and her family felt when they came home to an almost empty crate. He said... You would not believe what it is. I said, what? He said, all of the dogs are missing except one. Tuesday morning, officers responded to an incident at a North Charleston home. Henrietta Woodward's neighbors said they saw five suspects wearing black hoodies and black masks, stealing 12 French bulldog puppies from Woodward's home, leaving only one behind. The puppies collectively have an estimated value of $37,000. I've been living here for 35 years in this community, and um, I've never had any problems. So for this to happen is really, um, it's shaking. I mean, like, we, my daughter and I slept on the couch in the den um, on last night because we were just, like, couldn't sleep. According to witnesses, the suspects then fled from the residence with crates filled with puppies and loaded into a black or dark gray sedan and drove away towards Dorchester Road. Woodward believes the suspects broke in by kicking in the rear door of her garage. She says the puppies were not listed for sale yet and very few people were aware the puppies were staying with her. The mother of the litter, Frenchie, was among the 12 stolen. Even if you, anything, any little thing that you might hear or see that that could help us um, get our puppies back and Frenchie, the mother, back, I would really appreciate that. Unfortunately, the morning of the incident, Woodward's camera was down as well as her neighbors. She's offering a $5,000 reward for the safe return of her puppies. Reporting in North Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. 
Turning on the faucet and getting fresh water is something that a lot of us do every single day. But we often forget how much of a luxury that actually is. Autumn Klein joins us live from the nonprofit Water Mission to tell us about a new safe water project the organization is piloting. Good morning, Autumn. Good morning, Shelby and Katie. Well, that is not something that we in the U.S. particularly struggle with. Representatives from Water Mission tell me that the global water crisis is enormous. There are still over 2 billion people in this world living without access to safe water and around 4 billion who lack access to sanitation. The organization has just announced a program that they are initiating to provide sustainable safe water access to a community in Malawi. A lot of planning has gone into this program, which is referred to as WASH. That stands for Water, Sanitation, and Hygiene. This project will serve over 6,000 people in Malawi. Water Mission emphasizes that they want more, they want to do more than just to put infrastructure in place. They want to put people, systems, and processes in place so that the community can operate, maintain, and sustain this access to safe water long term. That is why their first step is to set the foundation with putting good leadership in the community. Once the leadership is in place, they will then drill the well and put the water pumps in. The next step will be putting in solar array into place because this area has no power. So the solar array is necessary for these water pumps to work. They will then also put in access points so that people in Malawi can get water close to their homes and not spend so much time of their day fetching water. The crisis of lost time for, for young people, especially women and young girls, because each day they have to spend many hours collecting water. Uh, one uh, lady we interviewed, young woman we interviewed in the community named Rebecca, is 15 years old. She said she'll wake up at 5 a.m. every morning to collect water for the family's needs, and it takes a lot of time. Inman said that Rebecca often has to miss school just to fetch water for her family. So having this safe water access will completely change the outcome of her life, as well as many other children in the community. They plan to have this project completed some months into this year. But of course, this is a project that they hope never ends. Live in North Charleston, Autumn Klein, Live 5 News. Former President Donald Trump brought his re-election campaign back to the low country, talking to North Charleston voters for nearly two hours inside a packed convention center. Yesterday, Trump attacked his primary rivals for the Oval Office, President Joe Biden and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. But before he spoke, a group of Palmetto State leaders, including Governor Henry McMaster, Senator Tim Scott and Congresswoman Nancy Mace, touted their ties to him. Mace, who's been critical of Trump in the past, reversed course, now supporting him, whose actions, she says, speak louder than words. Well, look, if Donald Trump and Snoop Dogg can make amends, Nancy Mace and Donald Trump can make amends. I mean, I don't agree with everyone on everything. I'm a conservative, but I've also been an independent voice, and I've been very outspoken. The former president is not done in the Palmetto State just yet. He'll hold a fundraising event in Greenville on the 20th and then speak at a dinner in Columbia on the 23rd, the day before the state's Republican primary on Saturday, the 24th. While former President Trump rallied his supporters yesterday, those who aren't as fond of him are also speaking out. Yesterday at Patriots Point, retired Brigadier General Don Boldick spoke about some recent comments that Trump made. He says were disparaging to the military, specifically against Major Michael Haley. Haley is married to Republican presidential opponent Nikki Haley, Trump's presidential opponent. Boldick called the remarks anything but presidential. What other example do you want? Disparaging our, uh, our veterans uh, by attacking her family member. I mean, 
geez, there's just so many examples out there where this guy is absolutely unhinged. And just look at, you know, the way he presents himself at his rallies with his facial expressions and the throwing up of his hands and all these other things that he does uh, that, uh, that just make you shake your head like that's not presidential. And Boldick called vote for Haley a vote for the future. He believes that she can unite the country in a way that other candidates can't. Your students will follow a new district calendar next school year, and now you can weigh in on some of those possible options. There are three proposed calendars, two of which got the most support from a survey in the district. Now, those two options will start the year during the first week of August with a couple of days for fall break and then an entire week off for Thanksgiving. The key difference in the two is one has spring break in mid-April, while the other has it around Easter. Some parents tell us its timing is not too important. Spring break doesn't matter to me when it happens if it's not around Easter. Um, I like that it's in March where on option two because you have that uh, coming back from Christmas break and then you have that long stretch of those five months. Um, so I believe that it's in the, the middle part of that, giving everyone like a nice clean break um, to go back and finish the school year. And you can see the full details of those calendar options and vote on the one you like best under this web story on live5news.com. Some people who live along Fleming Road on James Island say they desperately need a sidewalk on the street. With children waiting for the school bus and families and pets going on walks, neighbors say getting a sidewalk installed there is their top priority. Our Alicia Wimberly spoke with some folks in the area about why they don't feel safe on this road. So, Alicia, what did they tell you? Yeah, good morning, Katie and Shelby. Well, for starters, the South Carolina Department of Public Safety reported an accident on the road already this year and five collisions with injuries just last year. Well, Melissa Pasaki is a property owner on Fleming Road and shared this concern with her tenants. Fleming Road is right near various amenities in the area like the James Island County Park, Terrace Movie Theater, Ride and Roll Cycle Studio, and many more. When it comes to safety, Pasaki says children in the area are being dropped off near school bus zones and are reportedly standing on the street or small patches of grass near the ditches. Kylie Bissell, who lives in the area with her husband and dog Boogie, says she fears for both her and Bissell's safety. We were all just cautioned that if we lived in the area to be extremely careful. Um, but at that time, I was living here as well, and that definitely scared me, as in, are people going way too fast down this area? Are they not paying attention, etc. We did receive a response from Charleston County officials that says in part Fleming Road is a state road. Part of it is in the city and part in the county. Charleston County is currently working towards final plans for our project, which includes sidewalks on Fleming Road from Maybank Highway to Standard Way. Now, that is just part of the response that we received. We have the full statement on this web story as well as evaluation criteria for sidewalks. You can also let us know what's driving you crazy by going to this web story on Life5News.com. The oldest United Methodist Church in the Low Country is celebrating a big milestone. On Sunday, the Old Bethel United Methodist Church will turn 227. The church is the third oldest building in Charleston. Live Five's Tiana Maxwell joins us from the church in Charleston this morning. So, Tiana, tell us more about the role the church has played over the years and this big celebration this weekend. Good morning, Katie and Shelby. The Old Bethel United Methodist Church invites everyone to join the celebration on Sunday. Those of the church want to celebrate its rich history of influential leaders and its role in the community. 
The church is located on Calhoun Street and has stood firm through the eras of slavery and the civil rights movement up until today. Reverend David Washington says the church owes the sacrifices of civil rights activists like Bernice Robinson and Septima Clark, who focused on literacy and voter registration, to be among the reasons behind their long-standing history. We have a, a steep history, and it's a history that, that talks about we, ha we have the opportunity to make our lives better. And so as we celebrate and look back over the last 227 years, we thank God that if it was not for their sacrifices, we wouldn't be able to do what we do here today. Reverend Washington says the church was founded by people who believed in living in a better way and have held on to that principle even through the changes in the community. The church says that they are celebrating their faithful service to the community. The event will take place at 10 a.m. on Sunday and the dinner will be held after the service. In Charleston, Tiana Maxwell, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1941, Duke Ellington and his band recorded the song that would become his theme song. The big band hit was Take the A-Train. Celebrating birthdays today, singer Melissa Manchester and actress Jane Seymour are both 73. Actor Christopher McDonald is 69. Actor Natalie Morales is 39 and actor Zach Gordon is 26. Be sure to download the free Live 5 News and First Alert weather apps from your phone's app store. You can stay up to date with breaking news and weather 24-7. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.